people! Howdy! Welcome to Mike Has a Drink. New, uh, we're, we're recording on a new service, so we figured, hey, let's be a little bit more professional. Um, that's <laughs> Chelsea laughs. That's Chelsea laughs because she knows better. So, uh, you know, Reggie is back. Uh, did you buy us souvenirs, Reg? Sure. Oh, you fibber. Come on, Reg. My, my kids were lucky that they got souvenirs. Listen, we lived through your travels. And? and. We need souvenirs to prove that we've been there, right? Like. Oh, well, it was worth a try, Tom. It was. Listen, if I ever get to the desert, I'll you a rock. What, Reg? I already had to buy an extra suitcase because I literally broke one, like, the day we were leaving. Oops. you got to learn how to pack your bag, Reg, where you twist your clothes. You take each outfit and lay it out and twist them all together. It takes a lot less space. That way you don't have to have your kids jump up and down on your suitcase while you're zipping it. Packing cube. Oh, you're you're way fancier than me. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't do that. We knew that already. So let's see what we got here. So uh, last week's week's episode um, didn't really get out to too many people. Uh, because we were looking at switching the pod bean, and the only way pod bean would let me see what their their product would do would be if I gave them control of the anchor account, and anchor got pissed and didn't put it anywhere. So we're working through those growing pains. It, it may or may not have also been us talking shit on anchor. Yeah, I mean it's possible. <laughs> um, so you know, just like how we always start. You got an idea for a topic. You're an expert on one of the serial killers coming up. Um, send us an email. At MikeHasADrink at gmail.com. Or hit our Facebook page, Mike Has a Drink. We're working on setting up a Patronus page with this new app. I'm actually kind of digging it. We got a web page. You know, I mean, it, it, it's definitely not free. Right. Um, but you can select what kind of ads you want. So, of course, I selected um, anything that had to do with alcohol. Obviously. I feel like we're, like, we're experts. Um, We are self-trained experts. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. (laughs) Except wine. We don't really know our way around wine too much. No, but we're pretty good at stumbling about. Yeah. Yeah, especially my homemade stuff. Yeah. so we're working through that. Work. We got a, the web page. It's going to come out with it. We'll be able to get some patrons, um, better ads. So I think it's a good move. We'll find out whenever you know we're able to start pushing this thing out. Um, so to start the podcast, Reg, Tom and I, surprise, surprise, did some pregame. No. I know, I said surprise. So what did you have today? Oh, Reg, thank you. It was like, 
I teed that up and you like Right, she hit that bomb deep kicked, left. You kicked the touchdown, Reg. Good job. So <clears throat> we started our evening off with well, I guess I gotta back up. Last year at this time, I went to Brewfest that North Country puts on. Right. And I know we were gonna look at doing that. Tickets were crazy expensive. So decided nah. But anyways, there was this company, right? It's all brewers. Mm-hmm. And I come around the corner, and then there's these guys with the skinny cans, so you know that it's not a beer. Although, Bud Light Platinum does come in a skinny can. Yeah, that's true, but it's blue. Right. So, um, I went over, because why not? It's free. Right. And Canadians like free stuff. Pretty sure everybody does, Mike, but we'll let you we'll let you take the Canadian yeah. tremble hold on. Listen, everybody likes free stuff, but Canadians made the be- made it better. So there's this company there called Stateside Vodka. I go over, I'm talking to the guy a little bit. He goes, "Here, have you ever had have you ever had vodka soda?" I said, mm, "Nope, can't say that I have. If it's like seltzer, though, I don't want to mix that with my beer." He goes, no, no, it's not. I said, all right, give it a shot, right? This stuff is out of this world, hands down. The stateside vodka soda is the best vodka soda on the market. I know everybody likes the high noons or whatever it is, and there's a couple other ones. If you can get your hands on stateside vodka soda, it's the way to go. It is. I uh, I had to have it shipped out to me during COVID because no one around here carried it yet. I had to buy a whole case. Cost me over. It cost me like seventy two bucks to order a case of this stuff. Wow. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set this aside, and I'm not gonna <laughs> drink it. And freaking three days later, it was all gone. So, but. It is what it is. So we got the variety pack today. It's they actually sell it out here today. So when I went to the liquor store at lunch today, I was going for one thing, and as I was checking out, caught this out the corner of my eye and went, "Oh, I gotta get that too." So the variety pack has lemon, cucumber, mint, orange. Pineapple and black cherry. Which is coincidentally how I rank them. Wow. That is interesting. So you're saying last resort, there's only one left in the fridge. You're grabbing the black cherry. Yes. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. See I, I'm grabbing the orange. Last? Yeah. Alright. I'm going orange last. And then black cheddar. So what's your number three? Pineapple. Pineapple. Okay. Okay. So what's your number two? It's orange. orange. Because as I explained to you while we were uh, warming up and during pool, 
was it, it tasted exactly like, you know, not fresh oranges, but the stale-ass oranges that you used to eat as a kid, like it, at like halftime. You or make that sounds sound so appealing. Hey, get Stateside Vodka. Their orange tastes like stale-ass oranges. I don't think they're going to sponsor us with that kind of... Uh, well, it, it's an enjoyable stale-ass orange. Okay, that's fair. Brings you back to your childhood. Right. See, now, my number two is the lemon cucumber, man. All right. It's good. It's, it's very cucumbery. Yeah. But I'm on I'm on a pineapple kick right now. Like the pineapple beers, pineapple seltzers. That's my number one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty close between pineapple and orange for that's two fair. or three. All right, that's fair. That's fair. So there you have it, folks. Mike and Tom completely disagree about the order of how they should be ranked. So go pick yourself up a Slim Can Party Pack 8-pack. And then give us your opinion. And let us know. And then however you do it, though, please do it in a way that Tom doesn't get upset when he finds out he's wrong again. Yeah, he's a very sore loser. He does not. We found that out last week. Tom does not like being told he was wrong. I thought the freaking IT guy was going to get stuffed in the place. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Oh, by the way, if anybody wants a player piano, <laughs> send us an email at mikeasadrinkersemail.com. Um, oh, there's the IT guy. There's the guy. IT guy. Hi, IT guy. I think I did not do his homework this week. So he knows that he's muted. He tried He tried to pull a Reggie without the street cred. Ah. You know, you can't come on one episode and then think you're too good to do your homework. Reggie gets away with it because we know she covers the podcast. <laughs> the only thing the IT guy brought to the I episode last the episode. week was telling us we were wrong the whole time. That's because you were wrong. And I admit that, but you're still a punk. Calling us out on dates and addresses and man. You obviously don't understand how this podcast works. There's or a reason our tagline is... Well, he did because you were out catching scorpions. I thankfully did not see any scorpions. That you know of. Yeah, they say if you see them, it's too late. No, that's Chuck Norris. No, Chuck, if you see him, you're already dead. So, hey, Reg, you know, I know we have this ongoing, like, debate about rattlesnakes out in Western PA. Oh, here we go. Okay, (laughs) no. I agree. Wasn't this in another episode? Didn't we already cover this? I know. Well, I, I, I'm still trying to prove my case here. Someone shared on Facebook, and then it got shared to me, that in Polk, Pennsylvania... Bye, IG guy. Later, dude. Thanks for visiting. Oh, yeah, I want to hear this. In Polk, Pennsylvania, they caught a rattlesnake, Reg. Mm-hmm. It is 40 feet long. I'm telling you what. Yo, you're full I'm telling you right now. I looked at the picture and I measured it compared to the grass. That fucker was 40 feet long, man. It was four to six foot long. I'm going my number. You go your numbers. Probably more realistic. But, um... 
it, it was there, Reggie, and you could see the picture, and you could see the little rattle on the back, and I was like, oh, my God. Well, Chelsea's stepdad... Never right? gone to Polk, Pennsylvania. Off the list. They couldn't do something on it. They couldn't do something on his land because it's a natural habitat for the uh, Maconica Hessen rattlesnakes. <clears throat> oh, wow. But that's okay, Reg. Yeah. I mean, yep, that's it. Yeah, it's like yeah, this, 40. This is yeah. 40. Look up the This one's like, that's what all the reports are saying. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it could be fake news, Reg. It could be fake news. But I'm not buying it. So I mean are we usually are we ruler that you guys are using to measure your dicks or No, if that was the case I would have said it was hundred and twelve feet wedge. <laughs> Just saying. Um so we drank the stateside vodka. Now I, I'm going to make Tom do a blind test oh. of what we're drinking tonight. No, wait, oh, legitimately, it is, it is still sitting in... It's still brown bag. It's still brown bag on the bar. He opened it in the bag and poured from the brown bag. All right. Let me... Ooh, caramely. Very caramely. Wow. Ooh. All right. It's uh this is not what it's supposed to taste like. That's it, it tastes like a French vanilla cappuccino. You know what? You're right. It really does. <laughs> it's supposed to be peanut butter whiskey. I found a third company that makes it. That's more French vanilla to me, my friend. It is Sheepdog. Sheepdog peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> 70 wolf, not proof. No. 70 wolf. 70 wolf. <laughs> From Kentucky. It's actually not bad. No. I put this in my bar. For 14 bucks, I put this in my bar. Alright, so, anywho, this week we're gonna continue our Murder, death, mayhem. Amoitus. And we're going to talk about a nurse that went wrong. Right. Uh, you know, it's always interesting that when we start talking about these serial killers, like, you know, like how they always say, well, if you abused animals. <laughs> right. If you were a fire starter. If you peed your bed abnormally old, right? I wish when he did this research, they would tell you that. He peed his bed till he was 15. He, well, this guy did, but not the bed part, but he was abusive to animals. Like, I need to know, like, what boxes are we really checking off here to find out if this is true? Right. So, this week, we're going to talk about a, a gentleman, if we can call him that. He was born in West Orange, West Orange, New Jersey, born and raised, on the playground. On? Is where he spent most of his days. 
Do you happen to know the date? Yeah. February 22nd, 1960. His name is Charles Cullen, IT guy, if you want to do a little research quick. Charles Edmund. Edmund. So, I'm going to say this dude definitely had a bad childhood. Yeah, I mean, his first suicide attempt was at nine years old. So, we're probably checking that box. I'm not even sure if that's a box box, but... That's a strike at the very least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he was born, his dad was 56, and dies when he's seven months old. Okay. So he's the youngest of eight kids. And he basically destro- describes his childhood as being miserable. It was miserable. Right. All my older siblings bullied me. All my sister's boyfriends bullied me and beat on me. My brothers beat on me. He was basically the punching bag in the house. All the kids in school gave him a hard time. And at nine years old, like Tom said, first time he tried to commit suicide, he he life was so bad at this point, he went in and took out his birthday present which was a chemistry set. Yes, sir. And drank all the chemicals. I mean, I don't know too many nine-year-olds that would do that. Hudson would. Hudson would definitely drink all the chemicals. <laughs> um, I mean, he's a domestic terrorist, though. Yeah, that's true. So, and he said later, like, as he was a nurse, like, he fantasized about stealing drugs from the hospital and, like, overdosing on them just like, to end his life. Um, he, and he tried multiple times. I said documented over 20. Yeah. So over 20 attempts to take his own life. The only, the only person this poor guy has really looking out and protecting him is his mother. Which is also another box to check. Mm-hmm. So she came over, so I'm assuming her English is, is, is broken, came over during World War II, and when he's 17... From where? I don't know. I'm she came from England. Okay, okay. Um, her English be broken? I speak English in England. Oh, yeah. I take that back. I think I get the fuck out. <laughs> Who invited you? Just sitting in the background. All right, so maybe she had broken English, but she talked funny. Okay? When they would go get on the subway, she would say, mind the gap, and everybody would be like, what? And then someone would fall and get run over by the train. It is what it is. So, when he's 17, she dies in a car accident. And then he dropped out of high school. And then he, yeah. IT guy, if you're going to talk and participate, you got to come over. That's fine. You're probably reading off the same stuff Tom and I got our notes from. If you're going to come over, though, and talk, you've got to be close to the thing. All right, he's, he's shot. All of a sudden, the IT guy's shot. So he drops out of high school, joins the Navy. Sorry, Reg, I had to take a sip of my sheepdog. Definitely has a little bit of a bite on the back end. Um, 
I'm getting popcorn flavor now, actually. Mm, it tastes like... What are those jelly beans that are all different flavors? Jelly bellies. This is the jelly belly popcorn. Yeah. There it is. What is a jelly belly? A jelly, jelly bean? bean that oh, something's flavored. Wow, your parents failed you. Right? You're hey. my dad. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm admitting it so that we can, we can recover, move on, and wait, heal. Well, what was that, Reg? Did he seriously just ask what a jelly belly is? Yes, yes, he did. Uh, look, Reg, I already admitted that I failed him as a father. What is a jelly belly? That sounds disgusting. They're flavored a, jelly beans. Isn't the... You the they have like a no, million or one points. No, With boogers and all that stuff. The company had those exact things. Oh, they do. You can yeah. buy it. You can oh, yeah. still buy bags of Fart, barf, boogers... But the but the sour ones are the best. What's that? The like the like neon colored like sour ones, the sour mix. Those are the best ones. I'm gonna have to look for them. It's been a long time since since I had a jelly belly. (laughs) At least you know it is what it is. So anyway, she joins the navy. Decides that he wants to serve on a submarine, not a ship. He wants to be on a submarine that has to go, you know, six months at a time underwater. So he had to go through all these rigorous tests. Psyche valves, everything. Passes them free and clear. Because the U.S. military is stereotypically great at picking a mental illness. I mean, that's fair. They may not be great at picking it up, but they definitely cause a lot. (laughs) That's fair. Sorry, anybody listening to us, it's a vet. If you if you if you're having a dark day, reach out. Mike and Tom will give you a free hug and free counseling. So, um, and everything went well, man. He was kicking ass. Rose up to uh, petty officer second class. Mm-hmm. Not really sure what that means, except they'd be higher than petty officer first class. No, it's not. The other way. Third class. Um. Uh, she wasn't in the Navy, had never been on a submarine. I knew it was I, I'm just assuming first always seems better than second. Unless you're talking degrees and black belts. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and first wives, hopefully the second's better. Um, anywho, so his job basically was to run the Poseidon missiles. And just like growing up, the guys in the Navy, oh, they, they, tortured him. they tortured him as well. So bad that the one time, and this leads to him not being on a submarine anymore, his commander comes down, he's sitting at his monitor wearing medical scrubs, rubber gloves, and a mask. Not in his Navy uniform. And they pretty much said, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to drop you off at the next port. He gets sent to the psych hospital. Actually, multiple times. While he was there, they tried to give him a low-pressure job as, like, a supply person. Right. <laughs> Still tries to commit suicide. Goes back to the psych hospital. 
and eventually he gets a medical discharge in 1984. Comes home, enrolls in nursing school. The Mountainside Hospital School of Nursing in Montclair, New Jersey. New Jersey. See, if he would have just went to the beach and just sat there and listened to the waves, this would have stopped everything. On the dolphin Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite um, Barry Manilow songs. So, you know, I know that wasn't Barry Manilow. I'll say, I don't know who it is, but I'm pretty sure it ain't Barry Manilow. So, he's, he's a good guy. All of a sudden, he's starting to get accepted, elected president of his nursing class. Chelsea, were you president of your nursing class? I was on the president's list. That's my nursing good. class. Good for you, good for you. We've got, Boom. We've got faith in that you're going to make better choices than this guy. Um, so, his first job is at St. Barnabas Medical Center. In Livingston, New Jersey. In the burn unit. And, you know, you start working with people every day, and he meets his wife. Adrian Baum. Which is ironic, because they were in the burn unit. Skin Baum. I, I think it's ironic. I see what you did there. Thank you. That was, that was my attempt at... Uh, Tuesdays with Tom. <coughs> Mike, leave Mike, it to Tom. leave it to the professionals. Yeah, I could hurt myself. So later that year, he has a daughter. And, you know, as time goes on, she starts noticing some things. And, you know, she comes out later and says she was disturbed. And, and he downright <coughs> tortured their dogs. Yeah. Two little Yorkies. Mm-hmm. So, check that box. I, I read that and almost said, you know what? You're off the list. You're going to hurt dogs. What What did she say? Um, so, claiming videos, terrorism, among other things. I was awakened many nights by the screams of those dogs, was her direct quote in the divorce decree. As one of the reasons why. Wait, and they didn't do anything after that? Or is he already in jail when they... But wait, IT guy. IT guy. There's more. As Reggie says, don't put the cart before the horse. I don't care. Now I'm interested in how that... <laughs> so, all right, so that's kind of like the backstory, right? So now we know he's got bad childhood. Abuse. Well, I also... She also put in the report that she uh, he also would routinely zip the Yorkies up in bowling ball bags and then throw them in the cage in the bowling ball bags. Wow. So he was a bowler. That might be another. I was a... Yeah, okay. Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> we'll be here all week. If you have anybody else that you think could potentially be a serial killer, send us their profile. If they were mean to dogs or cats or any other animal, they were picked on as a kid um, and they bowled, I think we need to get that added to whatever that medical book is. So anyways. Thanks, RN, for quoting the medical book. What's the, RN, what's the medical book? The RS, DSMV or something? Yeah. 
Volume 5, DSMV 4 or something. So, first murder. Let's get into it, man. That would have been on June 11th, 1988. Yeah. At least the first one he confessed to. The first confirmed is what the uh, report I was reading I said. Was that IT guy? He confessed to murders while he was in the burn unit. Yeah, later on, and and mm-hmm. he tried to he tried to say it was because he he wanted to put people out of the pain, which which turned out to not be true. Not which is it's not true. We won't be sitting here. Uh, to me, is wait along with you know Doctor Vorkin, I want Mercy killed if I'm that bad. Yeah, listen, when. The people we talked about in the last episode get released, and I take care of them when I'm 100 between 114 and 120. I expect a mercy kill immediately after. Actually, no, because based on what you said, if you're over 100, they let you out. If you're serving life sentence on your 100th birthday, they let you out. Right. So I'll just go in one door and out the other. Bit of a delay in between, but, you know. And, and if that doesn't happen, I expect you to, like, bake me a cake with something that'll kill me. Anywho. So. You know my neighbor Nick. He's an arsenic. Oh, God. Hey, you liked that one. You liked that one. I did. I did. It's too early, though. So the first one, he, he admits that he um, basically... Put a lethal, a lethal amount of medicine in their, their IV bag. Uh, his two preferred were insulin and dioxin. Or dioxin. The mm-hmm. joxin. The What is the that, joxin? That's what we brought you here to console. Oh, it's, it helps with the contractility of the heart, helps slow the heart rate down. Help oh. make it more regular. So in high doses, so if you give the high doses, it'll just make it like It'll stop sleep. it, yeah. Interesting. That could be a good treatment for people on cocaine. I mean, if you think about it, he chose ways that they wouldn't suffer. Right. Well, but he also he also went about it in a way where there was just a readily unmonitored right. substance. Yeah. You know, he wasn't breaking into the controlled substance stuff that you have to sign right. out. Although back in the day, a lot of places you did have to do uh, more checks on insulin, though, so... Probably why he, I think he used Dijoxin more than insulin. That's fair. So, like his, his first one, like one site said, or maybe it was one of the other ones, but he like slowly killed the guy. Like, yeah, it was like, like, like over multiple days. Right. And just yeah, watched him like, suffer and everybody tried to figure out what was wrong with him. Now, is that because he just didn't know how much medication to give, or was he no, truly that, making he him was, suffer? He was truly trying yeah. to. Well, no, I can't go out that far. He was definitely trying to kill him. But you might be right, Chelsea. He might not have been sure on the correct dosage. Yeah. Right. Ooh, ooh. Yes, a little bite. Sheep dog, Burke going down. Um... And then he admits that while he's there, he killed an AIDS patient from insulin. Leaves St. Barnabas in 92. Do you know what? Okay, hold on. 
This is why he leaves St. Barnabas. When several patients go into insulin shock Mm -hmm. who have no business being anywhere near insulin shock, the hospital does right. The hospital does an internal investigation, identifies Cullen as a possible culprit, as the only possible culprit. However, instead of filing him and alerting authorities, they let him transfer to another hospital. Yeah, it says the investigation determined that he had most likely been responsible for a dozen in dozens of patient deaths. Just yeah, right there off the bat, dozens. Right. Yeah. So one month after leaving there, hey, he's a nurse. Even back then, high demand, shows up at Warren Hospital. Which is in... Do you want me to tell you? Phillipsburg. Yes, sir. And here, he has confirmed that he murdered three elderly women with... Um, one of which, or at least one, at least one was only in for allergies. Yeah. And they had, like every other serial killer, early on there's that chance to catch them, right? Right. So the last of the three old ladies... Well, I mean, St. Barnabas screwed the pooch on that. Yeah. Said... <clears throat> A sneaky male nurse had injected her as she slept. But family members and the healthcare officials blew it off like, no, you're dreaming that. That didn't happen. No nurse would ever do. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of open all. Oath and all. So then he moves in, he gets a basement apartment. While he's getting divorced from his wife. And that's when it comes out about him being mean to the puppies. And then in 93, he said that he was ready to quit nursing. But the freaking court-ordered child support, Tom, were so much that he didn't have a choice but to continue being a nurse. Right. Which gave... What's up, Atiga? Can I just say, there's been a shocking amount of evidence coming out at this point that has been just by his wife. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and by the fact that there was already one investigation, so I feel like something should have probably been looked at by now. Yeah, well, that's how it always goes, IT guy. People, It's easy to look back and see that you should have seen it, right? Well, I mean, in court, the wife literally said that she that he tried to, like, have to the dogs. Yeah. Yeah, but nor- nursing shortages have, like, always been a thing. Like, so he wouldn't have gotten fired because they literally just needed him as a body. Right, right. And they would have blew it off as, oh, well, you made a mistake because you're overworked. Like, hospitals have liability insurance. Right, right. right. Which, never mind. So now we're in March of 93. And he kind of goes off the deep end here. He breaks into one of the nurse's houses, one of his co-workers. That he was, like, infatuated with, like yeah. an unhealthy obsession with. Like, yeah. she reported him to HR, yeah. unhealthy obsession. Breaks into her house, 
just to watch her sleep. She was in bed with her son. He breaks in and watches her sleep. She files a police report. He pled guilty to trespassing and received probation. Gets, Still allowed to practice nursing. Get, gets arrested, tries to commit suicide. Two months off work, treated for depression in a psych ward. And, uh, goes back to work <laughs> by September. And then he has a 91 year old cancer patient. <clears throat> report that Cullen, who was not her assigned nurse, had come into her room and injected her with a needle. Again, that didn't happen. She dies right. the next day. Her son wouldn't let it go. Like, she was doing well. Like, how'd she take this turn and wouldn't accept that, <coughs> well, sometimes these things happen. <coughs> right. Which I, I you want your toll, right? And then those things do happen. I have seen these things happen because um, my assistant manager at my former job when I was delivering furniture, he, he got diagnosed with cancer, and I was talking to him about it. And then you know, we uh, talked to him for about a month, and he goes, "You know, man, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling so great. I'm feeling this and that. When I get out of here, we're going to the bar. We're having fun. We're going to shoot some pool." Hell yeah, man. Two weeks later, he passed. So, I mean, it, that his excuse he used, at least, is plausible. Okay. That's fair. Sorry to hear about your old boss. Hopefully it's not the one you threw out the window. I tried okay. to. You guys were close, though. No, we're, we're, we're best buddies. As long as he wasn't. Right me up. So, no, he lied to try to get me fired. Uh, okay. That's a story for a different day. Same difference. So, anyways, the hospital ends up giving lie detector tests to Colin and other all the several other nurses. All male nurses. Yes, because yeah, she claimed as a male. Right. <clears throat> he passes, and is allowed to continue working. Well, wait, wasn't this during the time that like faking a lie detector test was super easy? What was that? We can't hear you. You're so far away. Wasn't this like a point in time where it was like super easy to like fakely pass a lie detector test? Reggie, did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. We were just not sure if the IT guy was close enough or not. So he is legitimately hiding in the back of the room. Yeah. It's a small room. You're not, not on video. You're not going to get in trouble. I, I get it. You don't know Reggie, but it's not like it's not like she's like in the same room. You don't got to be shy. And as Reggie just said, there's no cameras, IT guys. So come on. Oh, I thought she said I'm not going to bite you. Are you afraid of virtual cooties? Like no, I just I didn't take notes. So I'm just sitting in the corner. <laughs> he says I didn't take notes. I didn't <laughs> take notes. With a stunts cap on. Scrolling through this and I see so. <laughs> It's okay. I don't do the homework either. Yeah, we already covered that, though, Reg. You've got more street cred than he does. You're the only person we ever get emails about. Hey, Mike, do you know what it's a perfect time for since we're distracted? 
me to tell everybody about our wiffle ball game yesterday? Yeah, where we were terrible. Why was I not invited? Because you were playing with scorpions. It just kind of broke out, Reg. It wasn't really planned. It started out as the kids. <coughs> and then I look up from my beer because I was umping. The, initially, I was umping to make sure there wasn't, like, a brawl between my two kids. Because, you know, you can't have a friendly game of wiffle ball. It's got to be. It's got to be violent. Yeah, it's hardcore. Questioning strikes, arguing about pitches. That was fair. That was foul. So they need an out. Can I just say that in what I was the all-time pitcher for four uh, innings. We can't. We can't hear you. Okay, I was the all-time pitcher for four innings. Home cooking. Up and down, and and so I feel like a total of like two hundred pitches yesterday. What to do? The, the wiffle ball weighs like. And? A feather. It's like two feathers tied together. And I had a combined, like, um... See what I'm saying, Reg, about being competitive? Like, he's figuring out, like, his pitching stats. Yeah. So, against, I love... Against Tom and his team, I only gave up, like, two runs in four innings. And on top of that, I struck out, like, six of the eight... Dude, hours. I'm old and my dominant arm is dying. Keep talking trash. Hey, you had two other players. I won. He had one. Player. He had he had uh, Billy Jim Bob. Bob. Jim Bob. I get them confused. They look alike. Um, not really. So I look up and all of a sudden I see Tom swinging a wiffle ball bat. No, no, no. He sees Tom swinging a strike with a wiffle ball bat. <laughs> missing the ball. And I'm like, oh, all right, all right. It's the Bennett's versus the Tweeds. So I go down. My first at bat, do we want to tell everybody what happened? Mike got a dinger. I hit a home run, Reg. And I had two others that they ripped me off of. I don't know. I was present, and I think 75% of your balls went behind you. They definitely were foul balls. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) That's what she said. <laughs> Just not to me, Reg. Wow. <laughs> and I On that note. <laughs> Alright, anyways. I definitely hey. didn't rob you of a home run to make my stats look um, better. Hey, I got I hit one, Reg. It almost landed in the trampoline, and Tom goes, Oh, that was foul. And then I agreed with it because it, it makes me look better. No, you see, it was almost in the trampoline because it was past the third baseline. No, Tom. If there you, is a foul Tom, pole. next time there's light out. I was watching. No, I saw the foul pole. I know where it is. And it was inside the foul pole. It was outside. It was in the foul pole. You hate being outside. It was way in the foul pole. It was way in. It was a shot. I was there. I seen it. That was not over. I just didn't want to look bad, so I agreed with her. And then my other one. You were over. There's a there's a Our retaining wall in the backyard. That's the fence. Can we talk about the fact that you had two hits or two home runs, but you went like two for ten with eight strikeouts? That's what, that that's worth millions in Major League Baseball. <laughs> I hit home runs. That's all I did. Or strikes out. Or strikes out. One or the other. But I might hit twelve foul balls in between. So anyways, what? My team won. Tom's team lost. You know, because, whoa, 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 time out, time out for the majority of the game, 
as Mike said, it was Team Dupuis versus Team Bennett. And IT guy Dupuis was all-time pitcher. And so, I, you know, there was definitely a little bit of home cooking there. Yeah, no. I'm going to tell you, that's bullshit. <laughs> because he wants nothing more in his life. Yeah, I'm straight me and his brother. I was only he throwing was, like he was not serving up uh, nice pitches. Okay. <laughs> I was like only throwing fastballs to you guys. To you guys, I was throwing like sliders and curveballs and knuckle curves and all sorts of stuff. And that's what I I got like eight out straight because I and, and most of them were balls. True. And most of them were swing and misses. So. They would have been balls if we did not swing and miss. Anyway, so <laughs> Team Dupuis won the first game of the series versus Team Bennett. We're coming back. We're coming back with a vengeance. I'll pitch again. You better, you better go practice. I'm going to charge the mound, IT guy. Okay. <laughs> hey, we'll pull a pitching machine out, Tom. That's I'll tackle that, too. I don't care. <laughs> we got a pitching machine. We'll pull it out. So, anyways, back to uh, Tuesdays with Tom. Oh, hey, um, Mike, why did the great hate his father? Why, Tom? I can tell by Mike's face. He already knows it. Um, because he wasn't there when he needed a raisin. Nobody knows Reggie did not snicker for that one. Hey, Reggie. Hate raisins. Reggie. What? Raisins what, like mini prunes. Why did the ventriloquist go live with his dad? Oh God. Cause mama didn't want to go dummy. So listen. You had two freaking weeks, right? Well, no, because I had my, I said my jokes from last week, last week. Right, right, but you had no research to do all week. Right? And that's what you gave us? Because they make other people around me laugh at the time when I saw them and said them out loud. Did you ever hear that saying, they're not laughing with you, they're laughing at you? <laughs> Oh. That is definitely what's happening with those jokes. That, that's, They're laughing to be nice to you. That, that's that's just what happens all the time, Mike. Like, that's true. But huh? I'm telling you, that's what that was. Am I the only one who doesn't understand that? Yes, probably. Because you're mathematical. And not lyrical. Like the master, Tupac. You know, rhyme on time, save Nick Lure 9. And Poet didn't even know it. Shut up. <laughs> so anyways. You know, um, actually. Are you going to try to, like, redeem yourself here? In uh, July of 03. Okay, I know we're skipping ahead a lot, but I also see the time we're at. No, dude, we get 90 minutes on this new app. Oh, we get 90 minutes yeah. on this new app? Okay, well, then That's I That's because I paid, I paid big bucks for this app. I will, uh, then I will hold that. Yeah, I wish it was two ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. I wish it was fourteen ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety. You're still not right, IT guy. So, anyways, listen. He goes to an intensive care cardiac unit in Hunterton. I don't even know where Hunterton, Hunterton, Dunn, 
Medical Center in Flemington is. I'm assuming it's still New Jersey because. Well, because at this point he'd already been to PA. No, not yet. Oh, yeah, because in '93 he was in Phillipsburg, PA. Oh no, Phillipsburg, Jersey. Yeah. You're right. Okay, I'm there sorry. There's a Phillipsburg outside of Harrisburg. Okay, I'm sorry. It's I read that wrong. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. What's that, IT guy? It's the rehab center. No. No. Liberty Nursing and Rehabilitation no. Center. No, he's not there yet. No. That's in Pennsylvania. Oh, all right, my bad. He claimed he didn't harm anyone during his first two years. But records, however, uh, got destroyed. Well, the early, early records got destroyed. Oh, mysteriously. You know, it's amazing how that happens, isn't mm-hmm. it? But between January and September of '96, he admitted to killing five more people. Once he got arrested, again he used the digoxin, digoxin. Digoxin, yes. It sounds like a Pokemon. What? What joke? The Joxin. The Joxin sounds like a Pokemon. I released Pikachu. Send out the Joxin. That's totally not how Pokemon works, but we'll roll with it. That's how it works on the cartoon? Not so much. Okay. Well, you don't release your Pokemon. Oh. Oh, hey, look. I tried Pokemon Go. Threw one Pokeball, missed the dude, deleted it. I did Pokemon Go just for the walking around exercise aspect of it. Nope, I used to catch them, try to catch them just in my house. There used to be, this used to be a Pokemon Hoppet. Oh, one second. Probably because they knew that I couldn't hit them with the freaking Pokeballs. Hello, my love. Oh, wow. Oh! Bam. Oh, yeah. this like you. you. Lady, lady just got her paws cut. No, she didn't snap at me at all. Good. Oh, she, shit. She was trying to bite my face. Anyways. Well, in all fairness, Chelsea's face is much prettier than yours. Aww. Come on, man. I don't know. That ball. My mom has a always told arm. me I have a face for radio. See, no, that's a bad joke, Tom. That is... That's no. And I've said that. No. Yeah, but I mean, it's just how I deliver it. Because I deliver and it's funny. Oh. Did he say that on one of his Tuesdays with Tom? No. Thank God. Whoa, this was before the Tuesdays with Tom segment. He's trying to sneak it in. So, he he leaves. Finds work at Morristown Memorial Hospital. And whoever was in charge there, they were under shit. Because he got fired quickly. Quick. Now he's unemployed for six months. Stops making child support payments. Goes back to Warren Hospital for some depression treatment. Briefly admitted to a psychiatric hospital. Again. Listen. For the number of times this dude has been in a psychiatric hospital, how did none of those professionals pick up that he's so fucking twisted? Exactly. And and that's, well, I mean, in all fairness, the American mental health system is severely underfunded. Yeah, but not back then. In the 90s? Oh, especially back then. No. Back in the 90s, 
They were getting money. They were good. They had. Think about Polk in the nineties. Well, I know, but men weren't allowed to have methylation. Uh, that's true. That's true that's monsters. No, you want to hear that. That's what I'm saying, though, is that yeah, that's the, the stigma of it, men were not allowed to have. I know. Thank God we're over that. <laughs> hey, you might be over it. I might be over it. But the general consensus of gentlemen in the area? No feelings. You can't nope. have feelings. Nope. Got to bottle that shit up and store it away That's so right. it kills you. Well, we talked about that on our very first episode. So if you missed it, go back, start at episode one, listen to all the rest and catch up. So five, February of 98, he goes to Liberty Nursing and Rehab Center in Allentown, Pennsylvania. There you go, IT guys. what you were just talking about. Huh? And he was. Oh, IT guy, you just point. He was in charge of a floor of people that were respiratory dependent. So they, they basically they, they had the Darth Vader machine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, not to be insensitive. Well, they, they needed assistance breathing. Because I do not know the the no, official name of the it. machine. I will go ahead and be the. Um, um, quote unquote asshole and say Darth Vader breathing machine. What is that quote unquote? Right? We know. <laughs> Mike's the nice guy. And Tom says shit that he shouldn't. Tom's an asshole. Okay. Alright. I mean, you're not wrong, Mike. I know, Mike. Well, you're a little wrong on you. But yes. you're very right on me. Wait, I'm a nice guy once you get to know me. Why don't you guys just ask the nurse what this thing is called? No, I think listening to them say... <laughs> much better. If only we had a nurse on staff. <laughs> right, what is the Darth Vader machine called? Are you talking about the ventilator? That's, That's it. it. <laughs> so, like, these two idiots certainly know what a ventilator is, right? No? Yes, yeah, the Darth Vader machine. Have you met us? <laughs> I thought you were smarter. They, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> What's that, IT guy? If you think they know it, assume they don't. Apparently. I mean, Rex, you really could have saved us there. But you're you good, Reggie. The ventilator? Yeah, that. Yeah, you could have saved us, Reg, instead of letting us prove to everybody that you're the brains behind this operation. Well, no. You, you know what, man? The women are going to do a coup d'etat on us. I know. They keep trying. They've been planning it for I months. Know. They almost took over Acker. That's why we left. It's true. Like, we know it's true, Reds. We've heard you multiple times when we were cut off. <laughs> oh, my podcast yeah. now. Yeah. You and Welcome you, to Reggie has yeah. a drink. You and Mr. T- TikTok, the malarkey. Hey, if you got TikTok, follow him. Funny as hell. Um, but also send him a message and tell him to leave our podcast alone. Don't try to take us over just because he's got 42 million followers. Who? The malarkey. Yeah. Uh, at the underscore malarkey. Or I, don't, at underscore sure. I don't know the how malarkey. that shit works, dude. I don't know. You ever see the movie The Intention? No, I have not. I know. I wasn't asking you, IT guy. You didn't do your homework. So. <laughs> oh, he gave you the pinky, man. That's worse than the middle finger. You're going to find that. When you come back from your mom's, you're going to find your bed out in the yard. Or maybe on the roof. I have four beds. I'm good. Yeah, all four are going to be out on the roof. You're going to be sleeping on top of the sunroom. 
I ever been died to. Yeah, it's a dog peed in. Good luck with that one. <laughs> um, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> um, you know, but I know I'm skipping forward a lot, but here's he, here's how, how twisted this gentleman really was. He's in, pr- in prison after being after um, admitting to killing all of these people, and he donates a kidney yeah. to save his ex brother-in-law. Yeah. And which his lawyer stated that yes, basically that I know this is weird, but this is what he wants to do. I mean, that's typical narcissism, though, right? I saved your life. I might be the most horrible person in the world. But I saved your life. But I have the power to save your life. So while I'm alive, you're going to live knowing that I saved your life. Well, you know, originally, the courts denied. Yes. So he went on a... um, hunger strike and he refused to cooperate with investigators, refused to come out of his cell he he, um, basically quote unquote shut down to the legal system until they eventually gave in and granted him his request to donate his kidney wow I just realized something what's that Mike? we're in like 1998, 1999 yeah, and I just jumped forward to 04. Well, that's okay. This is like my second junior year in college. Uh, 97 was the year I moved from uh, Houston to Mercer. Mm. I just slipped it up. I did a freshman year, two sophomore years, two junior years. Now, see, here's the thing. Mike spent quite a few years at The Rock. I may or may not have attended quite a few parties at the Rock in I, high school. Pro- and, like, do we barely miss each other by, like, six months? I probably kicked them out, to be honest. Wait, what's your fraternity called? We're not going to discuss that on the air, so I don't get sued. Um, so, people will find a way, dude. I probably still owe them money to begin with. How do you so, all for You gotta pay dues so that you can have parties. And I would just have the parties instead of paying the dues. It's just a vicious cycle. Well, now you're just outing yourself. Well, they know. So, anyways, he's in Alltown. He gets accused of giving patient well, drugs at undisclosed times, gets fired after being seen entering a patient's room. With syringes in his freaking hand. Like, at this point, you're just bold. No, that's not even bold, Mike. I'm going to go out there and live. That's ballsy. You, yeah, you feel like I've gotten away with this so many times. I'm untouchable. Yeah. Gets fired. How many times has he been fired now? A lot of times. Like, four and during that encounter where he went in, it left the patient with a broken arm. Right. No no charges. It was an accident. How do you accidentally break an arm? Um, he, 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 yeah, he claimed the patient fell. Yeah, the patient tripped. Uh, uh, fell out of bed. 
So he immediately, he's fired and immediately gets a new job at Easton Hospital. You think someone would catch on once he's He works there from November of they're starting I'll get to catch their IT on. guy. They're I'll start, get there. They're starting to catch on, IT guy. If you would have did your homework, you'd know this. So from November of ninety eight to March of ninety nine, he's the Easton. December thirtieth of ninety eight, he murdered another person with what's the word? Digoxin. The Joxin. The Joxin. sorry. Released the Joxin! And uh, this it showed. Well, time like, out, dude. You seriously sound like um, the old man referee from Adam Sandler's animated classic, Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, <laughs> what a good movie! Adam Sandler's a fucking freaking genius, dude. We need to get him on the podcast. And good luck. He, he no, because uh, he guy, because he's the type of guy. That he would. Mm-hmm. We're still waiting to have Joe Rogan on to talk about censorship. Oh boy. He hasn't opened up any of my emails. Oh boy. Or my messages. Oh boy. I want to grill the, I want to grill the bastard. Yeah, but. Yeah, alright. But he won't come on. He's scared of us. And our 402 followers. Boom. F you! Take hey, that, Joe Rogan. We got 400. You got a problem with it? Tom will take you into the octagon. Like yeah. Wait, wait, what? Wasn't he thin? He used to be a fighter. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. He's like a yeah, third degree. Yeah, he's, he's, a pretty, he's a pretty good scrapper. Your, your dad is definitely getting my ass kicked, I see, guy. Yeah. Hey, you're cat. You're, hey, but look, if, if that happens, that'll be when I figure out how to stream this shit live. I promise you, people. <laughs> you know what? I would take an ass whooping from Joe Rogan just to say I got my ass whooped by Joe Rogan. And who's the last dude who whooped your ass? I dropped the marshmallow. Terry Belay. Can I just? Yes, Reg. Can I just sit on this hypo, Can I just sit on this hypothetical podcast and tell Joe Rogan to go fuck himself? Yeah, that's why we want to have him on, Reg. Like, that will be my only response. I don't need to do homework to just tell him to go get fucked. Well, no, Reggie, Reggie. Anytime he says something, you're going to be like, yeah, just go get fucked. Well, here's the thing, though, because he is incredibly pro-marijuana. So I will be like, yay, and then he'll say something else, and I'll be like, dude, really? Well, I mean, that's the only thing you're going to agree on. Precisely. Yeah, no. I feel like I feel like after someone makes a certain amount of money, they lose touch with fucking reality, right? They they it's like it's like this switch gets flipped, and you just lose all fucking common sense. That's the diva switch, or the rich bitch switch. Same comp. That's what we're gonna call the rich bitch switch. Um, any of my family members that listen to the podcast, please understand that I'm not talking about you. Uh, <coughs> uh, so anyways, back back to this wonderful gentleman that we're talking about. I'm, I'm at a three, or where are you at? I'm not there. I'm in 98. So, he gets fired again from Easton. I got the marshmallow. And guess what? 
Tom. Yeah, IT guy got the marshmallow from under the piano. Well, that's great. Way to go, IT guy. I probably wouldn't eat that. Because and there it goes into his mouth. Yeah. Because, you know, we can't move that piano, so I can't even imagine. That thing's been there for like seven years. I threw it out, by the way. Ever since I've known you. Yeah. And I never won this damn thing. So anyways, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, if you want to uh, play your piano, uh, please come get it. Because it's really getting close to Saul's all time. And I kind of hate to do it because it's from like 1880. It, it is beautiful. And but, it does sound great, but it's just in the way here yeah. at Mercer Mike's. Yeah. I got plans for that one. So anyways... March of 99, back to the burn unit, Allentown's Lehigh Valley Hospital. I may or may not have been there um, from a bad night at Kutztown. All right. Uh, Craig, Craig Kohler, you know you did. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I took one for you, pal. You still owe it back. Yeah. If you weren't six foot four, I'd fucking sock you. But anyways. What hey Mike, real quick timeout. Let me tell you what my dad always taught me about a bigger dude. You hit that son of a bitch as hard as you can, and if he doesn't fall, run around behind him and knock the board out that's holding him up. And if there's no board, just keep running. Yeah, so I'll show you a picture of Craig Cullen later. Met him at Slipper Rock. Nice. Real good guy. Good offense to, to, to this day. But yeah, anyway. Stereotypically, besides, most of the besides, big, muscular, bound dudes yeah. so, are So this dude showed, Summer up, dude showed up to Slipper Rock. We're way off fucking subject. Yeah, but, you have been this entire time. Shut up. Not the whole time, Chelsea. This Maybe is how we do things. This is one of the... Uh, All right, we'll, we'll, talk, no, about, we'll I, talk about Craig Cohen. We can have him on sometime. So... Craig Cohen, come on! He attempts another murder. Murders one, attempts another. He voluntarily, resi- voluntarily resigns, takes a job working in the cardiac unit of St. Luke's in Bethlehem. During the next three years, he murders five more people, attempted to kill two more. January 11th, 2000, we're catching up to Tom here. He again attempts to commit suicide by lighting a charcoal grill in his bathtub and hope to succumb to carbon monoxide poisoning. Let me tell you, if you think that's your way out, you're, you're, any, any possible fragment that you may have that is touching reality is now gone. What the hell? The IT guy is freaking squatting on top of the bar stool. I'm disappointed that I didn't hear. I'm back. Oh, that would have... Sorry, Reg, you're right. I'm Batman would have worked there. Hey, I'm not saying I'm Batman. All I'm saying is nobody has ever seen me and Batman in the same room. Another dad joke. Stop sneaking these things in. That wasn't a dad joke. That wasn't a dad joke. That's not a dad joke. That's just a stupid joke. Uh, A guy, you might get to come back on here. So, while he's Uh, in St. Luke's, no one thinks he's doing anything until 
a co-worker finds some medicine in, a, in a, one of those disposable bin things. Right, in, in the um, um, biohazard bins. Yeah, and it shouldn't have been there. So they do an investigation. It shows that Cullen took the medicine. He's offered a deal by the hospital. So yet again, they could have had this dude. This is twice officially. Mm-hmm. Officially that they could have had him. Like the seventh time he's gone fired. So he resigns and gets a neutral recommendation. He didn't get fired. He resigns to get the neutral. It's been a lot. So listen. So at this point, he must be pretty fucked up because in in, uh, June of two thousand and two, seven of his coworkers went to the Lehigh County District Attorney. Which leads into what I'm going to say. To talk about this dude. Hey, look, this guy's been using drugs to kill patients. Never looked into it. Never looked into it. Nine months later, dropped. Lack of evidence. So then come January. Another one? Oh, no, July of 03. Dr. Stephen Marcus, who is the New Jersey Poison Information and Educated or Education Center's Executive Director, contacted Somerset Medical Center in Somerville, New Jersey, and told them that they possibly had an employee potentially killing patients. The administration wanted nothing to do with it, denied it. Swept it under the rug. Thank God this leads to some changes in laws down the road. Uh, you know what? I have that, but I assure you do as well. So yeah, go ahead, we're, sir. we're not ready for that, though. So. Well, hold on. Did you hear what he did during his trial? No, but can I get him arrested first? Yeah, you're a little bit ahead. So a patient dies in Somerset of low blood sugar, October 2003. Must be New Jersey because they contacted the state police. The patient was Cullen's final victim. The hospital got in trouble for not reporting the insulin overdose. Somerset fired Cullen October 31st, 2003. Um, this nurse called Amy Long, Long, Loren alerted the police because she started looking into stuff and saw that he was accessing some banned drugs finished her investigation they sent her in to talk to him with the wiretap and of course he takes the honeypot and now he gets arrested he finally got arrested. Well, during the trial, he became very disruptive, including screaming at the judge, William Platt, you need to step down. So then uh, Judge, or your Honorable William Platt ordered um, Henry Quiet, which he refused, so then, 
order something else, it didn't work, order something else, didn't work. At the end of the day, Colin had a mesh bag over his head, a towel over his face, and duct tape around his mouth. And he still kept humming it. No, he kept screaming as hard as he could mm. into this, um... Oh, what the hell is the word of the... The gag. There you go. Yeah. Kept screaming into this gag from the judge. Row, row, row your boat. Mm-hmm. Gently down the stream. Merrily, merrily, merrily. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But he would... Once he got gagged and taped and meshed, he was basically humming loud to everybody, but screaming loud to himself. Row, row, row your boat. Over... And over and over again. Can I just say that before uh, Tom said his first name, I forgot what it was. Okay. The judge or? No, the, the serial killer. Yeah, that's what I was putting up to your homework, IT guy. Wait, so, March 2nd, March 2nd, 2006. Whoa. Hold on. What? I got something in 04. Okay. In 04, the year after his arrest, New Jersey passed the Patient Safety Act, which led to the creation of a quote-unquote confidential reporting system that allows healthcare facilities to report adverse events and associated root cause analysis to the Department of Health, end quote. So it actually made a change. Laws change. Yeah. Whereas, and before, if, say, me, Mike and I are working together and, you know, he knows I'm killing patients, where if he calls and reports me, his name is being in black and white right there in the report. But with this act in 04, Mike's name is left out and he's anonymous, which is... Very good, but then again, also weighs on human beings' conscious, and, you know, we know how that oh. goes. Hey, Reg, I just saw your message about the snake, by the way. <laughs> Nine feet. That's pretty freaking big. It's almost 40, Reg. I said that. Now, what were you saying in 06? <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Woo! Woo! That was uh, the sheepdog. In 06, he gets sentenced to 11 consecutive life, life sentences in Jersey. Now, you see, with with Pennsylvania, how we were talking about earlier, when you hit 100 at a life sentence, you, that does not work for consecutive life right. sentences. Right. So, like Tom said, change some laws. And again, a couple and again, movies have come out about this guy. Now, this Reggie, is just Reggie was telling us about a Netflix series that's about to come out. I think you know, and Reggie, I gotta be honest, it's just my disappointment with Harry Potter of why I don't but that's like not, this he's actor. Harry Potter. It's a Harry Potter spinoff. Harry Potter too. Yeah, well, you both are fucking off the podcast. And I just read an article that says that Eddie Redmayne is supposed to be cast for it. So All right. I no, it I'm even fact-checking myself. I say Silly Murphy would be better. 
But that's only because I'm a fan of him. Place Tommy, um... Tommy Shelby on Peaky Blinders. He'd be good, too. I haven't watched Peaky Blinders. So... That's why you're fired, IT guy. He's the so, one. He's in but I called it. Can we, do, can we I mean, be more impressed that I called it? Yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's right, not right. bad, Reg. But I, I just can't get past your I hate Harry Potter comment. So he admitted to at least. That, that's okay. We'll move on. We're, we're going to work past it, Reg. We I got a couple months to kind of get over that. <laughs> um, they believe that he he admitted to killing about forty people. They estimate the number to be well over three hundred. It's a multiple hundreds, which is insane. That that man even forty. It's insane that forty different people in hospital care died from crazy circumstances. And nobody better than And not. nobody even caught. Like, are you kidding me? And maybe that's why still everything needs to be signed out now. I don't know. Then this dude got sentenced to 1,100 years in prison. Yeah, 11 consecutive life sentences. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of years. Yeah. Which, if you ask me, is pointless. And make sure he doesn't survive it. I mean, at least there's no chance of parole. Yeah, but that's such a well, waste. No, it said that he was up for parole in like 2403. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, 2403. He'll be, he'll be uh, plenty resuscitated by then. He might make it. He'll be, that's, that's about cryogenically That's about when uh, that's about when Walt Disney's due to be brought back too. So uh, yeah, there we go. Hey, well, according to Dennis Leary, as soon as we find a cure for cancer, we're going to throw out the Duke. Awesome. And Elvis. Yes, and with the non-biodegradable, uh, old-fashioned Big Mac containers. Yes, and just whenever Elvis does come back, please keep him away from the uh, banana and peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. He's 62 right now. So, all right, so look. We made it, Reg. We're like a minute, yeah, an hour, and 19 minutes in, and we didn't get cut off. There we go. Something uh, hold on, the IT guy's got a correction. It's actually 18 consecutive life sentences. Oh, I said that. 11. Oh, same thing. You guys say the same thing. So, anyways, I'm not sure where Tom just walked off to, but that's okay. Go pee. Oh, he has to pee. Yeah, I mean, it has been an hour and 19 minutes since the last time he went. It's pretty good for an old guy like Tom. Hey, you're older, bitch. He will be celebrating his 53rd birthday coming up. So, uh, Reg, thanks for joining us. People. Glad to be back. We love you. Thanks for listening. Missed you guys. We missed you too, Reggie. Life, life wasn't the same with the IT guy correcting us every five minutes. Gary the podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm really starting to think that people don't listen to this podcast to hear us. 
They don't. Because the only time we get comments is about how Reggie, 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 or, or IT guy, the, IT I, guy. the IT guy was so funny because he kept correcting you guys. Like, come on, people. Do you understand the amount of work that Tom and I have to put in to come on this podcast and abs- know absolutely nothing? It's a lot of work. Turn on a microphone. So, you know, it was IT guy, we could have used you because the mic wasn't working. No one told me that. Yeah, you were too busy. The IT guy is currently obsessed with um, his MLB 2K22 making his players and stuff and keeping up with like all the Phillies trades so that's where he was earlier today when he let us down wait you're a Phillies fan you should be wait who's even in the running for the pennant everyone the Yankees damn Yankees it's the Yankees the Yankees are going to win a World Series probably the next three years Unless they don't they got money. Judge. They, actually, they, they got, got money. They don't have much money left. They don't care. So anyways, thanks for joining us. We need to, I feel like we need to give you all homework for the week. <laughs> Keep out a free hug this week, people. That's right. You know what I mean? Hold a door. While I was on my lunch break today, I saw a veteran coming into the liquor store. I came out the exit, and I went over and opened the entrance for the gentleman, and it made his day. And when I was walking to my car, someone said, hey, that was really nice of you. And that made my day. You see how it works? Help somebody out, people. Pay it forward. Make the world a better place. Stop being the virus, humans. Yeah, and um, stop supporting Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and go to Tim Hortons, please. Whoa! Now, 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 now I'll, I'll go with the against Dunkin' and Starbucks, but I gotta go shift this from Houston for my donuts. Well, I've never been there. You drive like 24 hours every day to get your coffee. 23 hours, 17 minutes, direct. And yes, IT guy. That means you have. I have. That means you have about no time every day because you're going to be driving. And the IT guy is fucking Actually, I was moving to Houston at the time. So, alright, so look, people. Thanks for tuning in. Bear with us. Alright, IT guy, zip it. So, bear with us as we deal with these growing pains of changing to a different platform. We're going to get this out. We're going to make sure we post it on the Facebook page. Now, just be prepared until we're out everywhere. If you want to listen to us on Podbean, you're going to have to download the app. It's going to take us a little bit to get... um Familiarize. Well, that and it's being. it's a lot of work to get yourself transferred over to a different podcast platform. So it is what it is. Have a great week, Reg. Once again, pleasure. Thanks for joining us. 
Um, we'll talk to you at the after party. And, and I know we keep telling you we're going to send you uh, the list of what we're doing. So we're going to try to do that this week. But most likely we're going to forget, Rezzy. You're going to have to remind us, like, wait a minute, on Thursday. I have pictures when we've sobered up a little bit. I'll eventually get the list. Oh, I think he might be getting it now. I don't know. Tom's squinting weird at his phone, so he might be sending that, it. That was, that was, okay. All right. I'm on it. Everybody, have a great week. We love you. And, oh, Bye. shout out to Psycho Stick. We completely screwed that up. We did. Shout out to Psycho Stick. We, we have, will be We had our tickets. Once we get this shit all straightened out with this podcast thing, we're going to give away a ticket. Reggie, I just sent you the uh, schedule and the group text. And uh, Reggie, September 10th, Millville, Pennsylvania, which is near Pittsburgh. Oh, that is uh, that is Penn State's home game. First home oh. game of the season. Okay. Well, that'd be a good reason but, to get out of but town. But if you're but. in the Pittsburgh area, you should definitely go to Psycho Stick. Okay, well, we can read between the lines, Reg. Reggie will not be there signing autographs, but Tom and I will be there with our shirts on, handing out stickers. And, and you know, photo ops. That's right. That's right. I'll even make sure, like, my head is completely shaved for that. And I'll, um... Tom, Tom will do some beard grooming. I'll do some beard grooming. All right, people. Thank you. We love you.